Welcome to Unchain Your Inner Strength Podcast. This is a podcast where we empower spiritual entrepreneurs to create a soulful life and business aligned to who you truly are. I am your host, Maria C. Krause, and I am passionate about helping women find the way back to their authentic selves. We achieve this by writing and sharing your unique story and become a best-selling author. Needless to say, one of my favorite things to do is read and write. I am also fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I freaking love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I invite special guests from all different backgrounds and niches of expertise to share with you their most divine and mind-blowing tips and tools to help you thrive in all areas of your life. Enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of Unchain Your Strength Podcast for Spiritual Entrepreneurs. And today we have the lovely Lillian Sue. Hi, Lillian. How are you? Hi, Maria. I'm doing well, thanks. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So, lovies. Lillian is a publicist and PR coach, and she's with us all the way from Canada. So, Lillian, if you can tell us a little bit about yourself so everybody can get to know you, please. Sure. As a PR coach and publicist, I work with creative entrepreneurs, empowering them to gain the confidence to bust mindset blocks and learn how to develop and launch their own successful PR campaigns. And I do this through my intensive coaching sessions, as well as my coaching program, where I work with clients through personalized sessions to help them bust mindset blocks. I have an in-depth course that teaches them how to create the building blocks of a successful PR campaign that also incorporates personalized coaching. And I also offer campaign services to creative entrepreneurs who are looking for more of a hands-on approach from me to help them launch campaigns to help them, you know, raise brand awareness and increase sales for their books, their films, whatever projects they have going on. You say campaign services. What do you mean exactly by that? Campaign services is when a publicist like myself is completely hands-on with it. So I work with the client as a member of their team to develop story ideas, to build the media list, and to develop a media kit. But I'm the one that does the media outreach for them. So I do all the pitching to reach out to the media, help them schedule interviews when the interviews and things like that go live. I promote it on social media on on behalf of the client and just really act as uh, the expertise, giving my expertise and act as the middleman in bridging the gap between my client and the media and giving them that, getting them that media coverage. And can I ask you, Lillian, what, um, because I know a lot, most entrepreneurs hate to do the part of marketing. Do you find that uh, come across, you know, come around quite often? Like what, uh, what do you think that that's the problem with most entrepreneurs that hate to do marketing? I think where it comes from is uh, for a lot of people who don't have a marketing background and don't have that knowledge, they get really stuck in their comfort zones of like, you know, this, this is what I'm good at. And if I share enough of what I'm good at, 
people are going to take notice, but they don't like, uh, there's that idea of like, I don't like coming out of my comfort zone to sell myself or to sell what it is that I do, because it, it seems, um, kind of smarmy it doesn't seem genuine to them and they feel awkward in doing it because they don't feel like it's it's worth it to them like they would rather have someone else do it for them or they would rather have their products and services speak for themselves and i think a lot of it comes down to uh self self-consciousness and a lot of fear around spending that time and energy doing it when you're not sure that you're actually doing it correctly, I think is a huge part of it. And that's a lot of what I try to dispel as a PR coach in getting my clients to think about the situation differently, empowering them to really focus on, you know, what it is that they want out of their businesses, what their goals are, how they want to achieve it. I know that when you're not used to doing marketing, it can become this really scary and overwhelming thing. There's a lot of options out there. There's a lot of educational resources out there. And there's also a lot of people who are telling you, you know, 101 different things and I what, think what it really, sorry. Sorry. What about you love your business? Absolutely love it because I know I'm not tons of entrepreneurs that love what they do, especially coaches. But although they have tried the part of marketing, they still hate it. <laughs> you know, being on, I mean, we can, we can, we can all agree that being on social media can take its toll for, for us, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, depending if especially if you just getting started in your business as well as people that will be there like you know I always used to be there 10 12 hours a day until I couldn't take it anymore and I burnt out you know so that is like you know that is the conception that we have that when we start our business we have to work as hard as possible be there as much as possible because of the algorithms because of this because of that because we want people to see us to we have to establish our authority all that kind of thing so in your opinion, what is the, what is the difference there? What is it like if somebody really loves their, you know, their business and then they don't want to do the marketing? I think that it's really easy to get burnt out when you are trying to follow the industry standard, trying to appeal to the algorithms, trying to follow everyone else because all the business books, the business gurus, all of those people say that that's what you have to do. My and what I try to teach my clients is the reason why you you don't like it. One of the main reasons why you don't like it and you hate it is because you are burning yourself out because you are listening to other people about what works for them. What you need to do is find out what works for you. And if that means you only feel comfortable promoting something on social media three times a week, even if, you know, the algorithm isn't there, then so be it. It's really about Mm -hmm. finding that comfort level between what my goals are and where my comfort level is to, you know, and how can I meet those goals versus worrying about what the industry standard is and what's working for other people. Because I think the other part of it that makes the marketing portion of it so hard is that we've been taught that in business, it's a competition. 
you know, you're out there competing and that's why you have to keep posting. You have to keep engaging. You have to be on there 24 seven in order to compete. My philosophy and what I try to tell my clients is we are so much more powerful as entrepreneurs and as a community, if we collaborate with one another, mm-hmm. you know, just because someone else sells a book doesn't mean you're not going to sell yours. Just because someone else books a client doesn't mean there isn't a client out there for you to book. It's not a competition. There's, there's enough opportunities out there for everybody. And in order to find a marketing strategy that works for you, you really have to, and, and this is one thing I find people don't do enough, you know, that it's much easier to listen to the industry standards. It's much easier to kind of follow what everyone else is doing instead of really taking a step back, sitting down and, and digging deeper into yourself. It's like, why do I do what I do? How do I do, how do I do it? And what's important to me, ultimately, in terms of building my brand and building my business, because it's branding and marketing is not just about what you post in terms of your content. It's also about how you choose to show up every day. You know, what your mindset is, what your beliefs are, what your attitude is towards these things, because when you show up tired every single day and you force yourself to show up like that anyway, your audience can sense that they can see that. And when that happens, you end up not reaching the people that you want to reach because you're giving off the wrong vibe to them. You're presenting yourself as somebody who's burning out, who's not enjoying things. But we're also taught about fake it till you make it thing. I remember the first time I heard that, I was like, what the hell is this? You know, I'm like, this is the idea that we keep getting on social media. And there's a lot of this, you know, people who are on social media a lot. And then it's like, I'm making this and this figures. And then reality is not, that's not the reality, you know, but um, that's what I mean. Like when people do love what they do, but they hate being on social media. That's why I was asking you, you know, because I might be one of those people, not that I hate it, but you know, I try to limit my time so much because I got to the point where I burnt out and I was like, I don't need this. You know, I'm like, I'm going to work it in a different way, but also because I think for, if you just start in your business as well, there's, it's unavoidable that you're going to hit that comparison. You know, you're going to feel like, you are going to hit there because you have, and this is the first time you go there, you try to do something completely different and you never done before. So it's subconsciously that you're going to start comparing yourself with other people. Right. And that, that is the trap right there because one thing I've learned in working on my own mindset as, as an entrepreneur and also coming from a cultural background where entrepreneurship is, is not supported at all, mm-hmm. um, is that comparison is a, is a major trap because you always have to remember what you're seeing is what people choose to post. What you're seeing is what they're controlling. So you're not seeing the whole picture. You're only seeing parts of it, right? Right. And when you only see parts of it, you don't see 
the struggles that other people have gone through. You don't see the difficulties they've had in building their own strategy. And you also don't see, uh, you know, what their goals are either. What you see is what goes viral. What you see is what uh, hundreds of people respond to. But my question to someone who, all, who comes to me with that is, okay, but do you want to actually live that life? Do you actually want to model everything that you're doing after what they're doing? Because the moment you start doing that, you start to lose your own sense of self. You're losing, you know, uh, you're, you're taking your eyes off the ball of what your goals are, what matters to you, what, what you can prioritize about what's, what's good with your business. And when that starts to happen, that's when things go into a downward spiral. That's when you do end up burning out. That's why I think it's so important. And, and what I try to do in everything that I do from the co content that I put out, um, the conversations that I have with entrepreneurs is really to get them to focus on who are you? What do you want? Forget all the noise for a moment. Forget and what everybody else is doing. And how do you get them to that point? Because I always say this, this is the part of you. I work with clients on this part, right? And, and it is, it's like, we go to primary school, we go to elementary school, we go to high school, we go to college. There's, we're always learning something that is, you know, we're learning math, we're learning history, the lives of like the kings and the queens and like whatever, like things that happened in the past of like Kennedy. But there's not actually a subject to know who you are, to get to know yourself. You know, and I think once we once if it's either like a trauma that we went through or it's either you started your business and you had no other choice but facing and knowing, get to know yourself, because that's the only way you know what you want in your life. You know, how do you work with that with your clients? Because a lot of people can say, yeah, well, for me, let's say, Lillian, when I started my business, my idea of success was completely different as what it is now, but because throughout the years, I got to learn what I want in my life, not based on what I wanted and not based on what society did think that success was. That makes sense. And I think that that point in time is different for everybody. Like for me, whenever, you know, economy shifts happen, PR is not necessarily a mandatory part of people's marketing strategies a lot of the time. And when economic shifts happened, when I was just relying on doing campaigns, there was a lot of times where I would have trouble getting clients because people kept saying they didn't have budgets. And that's when I hit the wall and I said, you know, I'm getting tired of feeling burnt out. I need to start looking at things the different way and not always following the industry standard because there are better ways in which I can enjoy my business. There are better ways in which I can show up for my clients. And when I talk to my clients it's there's a pretty clear dividing line for people that are ready to have that conversations versus people that aren't. And for the people that are ready to have that conversation, it's because they, you know, 
they're very goal oriented. They're very much focused on, you know, I spent so long working on this project and I want to see it succeed. And I'm willing to do everything that I can to diversify my strategy in order to get it to succeed. Other people are stuck in this loop of everything I'm doing is not working. It doesn't feel good and I'm stuck. And, and, they're, and they're not yet at the point where they're ready to ask for help. So with the people that I talk to, there's a very clear dividing line of who's ready to ask for help versus who's not. And as a coach, I think you can only be there truly for people who are ready and willing to explore that part of themselves. And I understand that it is uncomfortable. I understand that it's scary. And I understand that every single day as you're going through this journey, because I'm, I'm on it myself, that you are forced to confront how you're feeling about things on a daily basis, how you manage fear, how you manage imposter syndrome, how you manage things like financial concerns and what is a healthy way of dealing with it versus not a healthy way. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs, because so many of us come into this line of work, we don't have large inheritances, right? We don't have trust funds. We don't have a safety net. So you come into it a lot of the time with the scarcity mindset. You're operating from a place of fear. Everybody's afraid of, of, you know, not being able to get enough through the door. So Mm -hmm. when you have that mindset, what people don't realize is that you get you attract back what you put out there. So if you're operating from a scarcity mindset, you end up attracting people who say they want to work with you, but they are nickeling and diming you for your services. They are, uh, you know, just being incredibly nitpicky in terms of being clients of yours and they are making life difficult for you because that is the aura that you're putting out there. That is what you are attracting back. Um, and, and I think that that's something that a lot of folks out there just don't spend enough time uh, thinking about because their immediate worries, of course, is how am I going to put food on the table and continue to make my business successful? I mean, they're, they're valid. They're valid points. I mean, I understand. And I love how you say this, like you come into business with that mindset and, and, it, and it's, how would you, how would you help somebody shift it? Because it is, I understand there's the affirmations, this is the journaling, but sometimes we get stuck in this loop and I will, I will agree with you that sometimes you go either with that scarcity or with that desperation that the other person can feel it. You know, I did, I remember when my first business was, um, I started a network marketing company and as soon as I started, because they thought they told me I was going to be very successful, I quit my job straight away. <laughs> Biggest mistake I've done because I had to go get a job in the following week. But, you know, and it was that it was trying to sell these products and tell you how amazing they were. 
And now I get people sending me DMs with that same desperation, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, God bless them. I was like, I really want to help you because that's not going to work. You know, it's just like making it all about me. This has helped me and this is going to be great for me. And like, you know, forgetting about what the other person is looking for. How would you help them shift that mindset when they come into business? Like on the first steps of their business? I would say, you know, where is your fear? What is, what is the root of, of your fear and what is the, how have you been dealing with it up until this point and what are the results you've been getting with how well, you've let's been say, dealing with it? If you like, ask what, me, let's say, I'll say, okay, the, the root of the, my fear is not being able to pay my bills, my rent, my food, the food. How I've been dealing with it is like my whole entire life I've been working. So I've been getting a steady paycheck every month, although I hated my job but I got a petty steady paycheck. So that covered it. So now what am I going to do before I want to start my business and I don't have that steady paycheck income? Well, there's a reason why you chose to leave, right? For, you know, and, and, and the re the, the life that you want to build for yourself and the, goals that you have for your business you have chosen to prioritize that over the steady paycheck you have chosen to prioritize your own happiness your own goals and the desire to be hands-on and do your own thing over that steady paycheck Mm -hmm. so my my question to them would be if that is the case, then what is the plan? Because a mindset can spiral a lot when you don't have a plan, when you don't even know what you're doing. So what is the plan? And when you've laid it out for these are my goals and this is how I'm going to accomplish it, are you actually willing to do that? Are you actually willing to go hands-on and get to it in order to reach your goals. Because I've also spoken to a lot of people who have goals, but who aren't willing to put that work in. And if you're not willing to put that work in, then you can't sit there six months to a year from now and say, why haven't I made any progress? You know, it, it helps to have a plan of what your goals are and also looking at, If you need help, where are you going to go look for that? Because that's that's the other part of it. So many people think that when you're building a business, and certainly I I understand this because I went through it myself, it's very insular. You know, you only do it yourself when really there are so many people and resources out there that are willing to help you. So then the question becomes, what do I want to do? How am I going to get there? Am I willing to put in the work to actually do that? Because mindset shifts happen all the time. What your mindset is starting something versus what your mindset is in the middle of something are two different things. So when I work with clients and in talking about their marketing My goal is to help them build a strong enough mindset at the beginning 
of developing a marketing strategy or a PR strategy so that they have a strong and healthy mindset to help them deal with the blocks that are going to come up during a launch, during a campaign. And they're not just, once they hit a wall, blocked and stuck. And then the momentum of their campaign just kind of dies because they don't have the tools or the strategies to help them get out of it. Mm-hmm. Got you. All right. Well, it's interesting. I mean, the mindset is just, it's so complex and so, and so simple at the same time, because if you do the work, if you, you keep yourself accountable and you have a, um, what do you call it? A routine, a daily routine to get yourself grounded. Then you can, you can face those challenges much easier as if you didn't have all those things behind you. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. It's real. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Lillian, Lovely. thank you so much for being here. If anybody wants to reach out, get to know you better, acquire about your services. Um, I love that you have both services. Like I said, it's for some people that hates to do marketing and having somebody do it for them. It's just like, oh my God, this is heaven. But uh, where they can reach you, hon? They can find me on Twitter at uh, lsu23. Uh, my website is inretrospectwritingservices.com. And they can find me on Instagram at Lillian Sue Copywriter PR. I can send all of you this for the show notes later. But um, I'm always on, you know, accessible through all three of these platforms, talking about the importance of mindset and giving out actionable tips and strategies to really make PR work for you. And I'm always there to answer any questions people have about, uh, you know, how to develop effective strategies and even just to, how to get past mindset blocks in order to continue moving forward. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I mean, before we wrap up, I'd like to ask my guests a different question every time they come in. Uh, what was for you the biggest block you had to overcome and how did you do it? My biggest block was recognizing that just because there's an industry standard and it works for everybody else didn't mean that I had to follow it. And I overcame that by working with a mindset coach and doing meditation, doing hypnosis, and really perspective on the fact that I am a different person. I do clients come to me to do what I do because of who I am. Therefore, I need to find out what best works for me to help show up the best way that I can every day and to help educate people every single day on what it is that PR is about, how it's not scary and how they can make it work for them anybody can it's just a matter of building the proper strategy thank you i love it i love that it's like not everything works for everybody we have to find figure out but as a coach and as a person who's going to provide that service like you want to go through those things figure out yourself and be able to help others to figure out as well with the with the basics with the guidelines with the structure and with the support that people need when they start a business 
Lillian, thank you so, so much. I'll drop all the, I'll drop the links on the thread, Lovis. And if you want to reach out, uh, get to know Lillian, you can find her on Twitter or Instagram. And um, we'll see you next time. That was a lot of um, ums. Sorry, usually it doesn't happen to me. <laughs> this crazy, this full moon in Aries has me, has me a little bit going crazy. But have a wonderful week and we'll see you next time. And thanks again, Lillian. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions, so drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business. I am Maria C. Krause, and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, like, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are. Bye.